0: Chilly outside right now, going up to only 58 today. Then the temperature drops 24 north, shore 32 south. Tomorrow, highs of only 36, maybe a chance for some ice north of the lake. Then it really, really gets cold. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, lows of 16 north and west of the lake, 24 south. Highs of 42. It warms Thursday, highs of 64, then down to 44 again for a high on Friday and Saturday 48 on Sunday, Jeremy Alford joins us now, editor and publisher of La Politics Weekly. How are you doing, Jeremy?
1: Hey, Tommy. Good morning.
0: What what are they calling for Baton Rouge? I didn't even check the forecast in Baton Rouge. Snow or anything like that?
1: No. I I don't know about any uh, any, any snow or anything. We'll have to see. But
0: it's going to be cold.
1: It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold, for sure.
0: Tell me what's going on in the legislature with the special session today.
1: This is the uh, second week of our new governor's uh, term uh, in office, Tommy. And it's also the beginning of the first special session of the year. And uh, it's going to be a doozy. This could literally change the fabric uh, of our elections in Louisiana. And and there's, there's a lot going on for only an eight day session, but uh, the, the governor has asked the legislature to, Uh, change the congressional map and add a second black congressional district to change the state Supreme Court map and add a second black majority district to change the way the chief justice uh, is uh, selected. Uh, And, of course, we're looking at replacing our current jungle primary system with a closed primary system. And there could be some stuff in between, Tommy. This This went from being a special session that needed to host one thing, which was a new congressional map, and now it has 14 agenda items, from campaign finance uh, to primary systems to the ability to write constitutional amendments uh, to the Supreme Court.
0: Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, first of all, for a little bit of context and background, and and I might have asked you this before, but... People listen at different times and so forth, Jeremy. A call uh, is not an invitation. This is a legal document, right, that expressly defines what can be taken up and what can't?
1: The most important document in any special session is the call. The call can be issued by the governor or the legislature, and the call is just another way of saying agenda. Mm-hmm. And if it's not on that call, if the topic is not on the call, lawmakers cannot file legislation about it. So they have to follow call and and what's allowed under
0: the call. So when you say these 14 items, I had no idea it was that many. Um, What's going on here? The the governor is no um, neophyte when it comes to politics. He knows what he's doing. So uh, is it a a chance for him to try to ram some things through, exert the power that he has with a super uh, Republican majority in both the House and Senate? Analyze this for me, Jeremy.
1: You know, I I think what really added a lot of items to the call was the proposal for a closed primary system uh, because that brings in a a lot of different areas of law, including campaign finance. And that is one of the items on the call. We'll we'll have to see how bold lawmakers want to be. But usually governors and and lawmakers are, are careful to tailor their call with very specific language so that you can't just pop the hood on any area of law that you want. Uh, but Jeff Landry has, has really kind of given Democrats an in, in invitation to file as many bills as they want on all of these topics, and it really could come up the works. But, Tommy, one thing we have not discussed yet, the session starts today. Mm-hmm. The committees meet at 10 a.m. Not a single bill has been filed, or, or rather not a single bill has been made public for review. Uh, I checked it once again this morning. I thought maybe there would be some bills, and I would have to hurry up and, and go through them. but. Uh, as, as I checked them this morning, I didn't see any bills uh, up for review. And, again, this is only an eight-day session. So,
0: so what does that indicate, know, hot, Jeremy? Sorry. You've been watching this a long time. What does that indicate?
1: I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. It, it could suggest a lot of things. I will say with, with Jeff Landry coming in with the momentum that he has, and the moment I would define it as he, he probably has more leverage than any governor I've ever covered coming in uh, kind of on, on day one. So, you know, I think whatever he wants, he's probably going to get. Uh, But I'm I'm not sure what this means. It it, it could lead to confusion. It could mean that the die is already cast. Uh, We don't know. There's a bit of uncertainty in terms of process going into today.
0: So when you say giving Democrats latitude, that confuses me because uh, talk me through that, because it would seem like it would be just the opposite, that it would be a foregone.
1: So you've got eight days in this special session Uh, the bills that are going to be most important are the ones connected to the governor but any lawmaker who wants to file a bill can file a bill Mm -hmm. so if democrats really want to load it up and and lean on these 14 different subject matters and file bills for every single one and demand that they get a full hearing you know lawmakers are going to run out of time so republicans will have a choice in that situation do they do they give every single bill a hearing or do they choose to ignore Democrats altogether? Uh, or do they find a, a happy medium somewhere? Republicans can certainly ignore Democrats and get away with it, that they, they have beyond supermajority numbers. So we'll have to see if Democrats want to play any policy games like that because um, really that, that's, they're limited in, in what their offenses look like.
0: So immediately I'm thinking here that the end game is to show Democrats who's swinging the big bat.
1: Well, I think, I think Democrats already know who's going to do yeah. that. The, 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 well, but I'm the, just trying they to, lost to figure
0: out what the end game is here, Jeremy. Why would he do that? Because he knows what he's doing.
1: Well, I, I, we'll have to wait and see. I think there are some things that uh, may surface in this special session that we haven't heard about yet. You know, we're, we're just now figuring out that know, one of the things the Landry administration wants to target is is the chief justice of the Supreme Court, not just the election districts, but how the chief justice justice is selected. Um, you know, wh- whether or not there's any other surprises like that along the way, we'll have to see. But, you know, at some point here, we're, we're going to start seeing legislation and, and based on who files those bills will We'll be able to kind of start reading the tea leaves a little bit better.
0: So, for the average person like myself, you hear about the the, um, the chief justice, and it's like, well, I don't really know what that means. What is Jeff Landry trying to accomplish here, given the well, context of his agenda? I,
1: Again, I think it's I think it's important to note here for folks who don't know, uh, there is bad blood between Governor Jeff Landry and and Supreme Court Justice ah. Chief Justice John Weimer. Mm-hmm. However, aside from that, the Landry administration seems really interested in trying to remove uh, the the, the sitting chief justice right now and change the way that the, the chief justice is elected. Whether there's politics mixed up in that, I don't know, Tommy. I would be surprised if there isn't.
0: How does campaign finance reform fit into this, and what is the governor trying to accomplish?
1: You know, I think I think if you move to closed primaries where only Republicans can run in one place and Democrats have to run in one place and maybe the general election looks a little different, that's gonna impact how donors can give to candidates and the timelines for filing reports. So I imagine there's there's gonna be some like some some overlap and, and, and some changes that are gonna have to be done there. But it also opens up lawmakers to file whatever ever they want. You know, Tom, we we've already seen very aggressive changes in the way packs can give unlimited amounts of money uh to uh to, to candidates and how candidates can quote unquote pack out uh so that you know there's an appetite for lawmakers to be able to to accept more money uh we saw it last term now they have the opportunity to do it in a special session while while all kind of other election related stuff's going on so you know it, it, you would hope that, that With only eight days to work, lawmakers will keep that in mind, but we'll have to see what they want to do.
0: I want to talk about the, um, when we come back, Jeremy, we'll take a break about the redistricting, because it seems to me that for the most part, the courts have, have, have said, you know, here are the pieces of the puzzle, put it together. There's really only one way it can be put together. Maybe I'm looking at that wrong. I don't know. We'll talk when we come back. Jeremy Alford, editor, publisher of La Politics Weekly. If you have any questions or comments about the special session, 504-260-1870. It's the jeweler talking text line. I, I think there is some 3D or 4D chess going on here. The governor certainly knows what he's doing. He knows the majority that he has, so... I'm, I'm trying to read between the lines with Jeremy Alfred here to see what exactly the the intent is. Seven twenty-two back in a flash. W W L. 726, Tommy Tucker, WWL, Martin Luther King Day 2023, talking to Jeremy Alford, editor and publisher of La Politics Weekly. Also, first day of special session. Jeremy, I think if I heard you right, the committee meetings start at 10, and then the session is gaveled in when?
1: Uh, I believe uh, it'll be gaveled in on midday.
0: And then at that point, when the committee meetings start, that's when we get an idea on what the bills that have been filed or have any been pre-filed, or do we know? Or you, we don't know anything yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would imagine bills are, are, are being drafted right now. I'm, I'm I'm pulling up the website right now. Again, there are no bills associated with the session that but are nomenclature. Years, when they get so.
0: filed, that's when they become public record, correct? Or not?
1: That's, that's a good question. Uh, that's a, a legal drafting expert uh, w- would know that. I'm, I'm not sure when it becomes public record, but it'll be available for public review when it goes online.
0: All right, let's talk about um, this redistricting because it seems as though it's like a puzzle and they've been given the pieces and they just got to assemble them. Is that a misstatement?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the way it works. You know, and we have six congressional districts in Louisiana and they kind of fit together like a puzzle piece. They have to be contiguous and they they have to have uh, shared communities. And so the the big task right now is uh, Louisiana should have two black majority districts just based on the math and the population alone of of Louisiana and our our demographics. Uh, But the legislature refused to do that uh, a couple of times. Um, And uh, the courts have asked the legislature to try again and so, so now we're, we're waiting to see exactly what, what that's going to look like. More than likely, lawmakers are going to target the Baton Rouge-based congressional di- district of Garrett Graves and and turn that into a uh, black majority district. There used to be one kind of in this area uh, a long time ago, represented, uh, I think, most recently by, by, Senator, by Cleo Fields, who's also going to be the chairman of the Senate and the Governmental Affairs Committee that's going to be steering this process in the upper chamber. So uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting, uh, Tommy. I, I, I think deep down, my surface read is that the, the House and the Senate do not want to do this. Uh, they failed to do it in the past, and, and, and I don't think they really want to do it this time.
0: But they have to. Uh,
1: but I, they don't. No, they don't. I mean, they, they do not have to. They, they didn't. They didn't have to last time either, and they didn't. Um, but, but it's going to go back to court time, again, right? Right. Right, and, and the courts would maybe would, would draw the maps uh, if, if the legislature refuses to do it, or they could appoint someone else to draw the maps. The difference this time is I think Jeff Landry is ready to get this done. He's a pragmatic politician. He, he knows the courts. Uh, we don't hear him up in arms about this, opposing it. Uh, so I, I think the legislature is going to do what Jeff Landry wants. This is, he's still in his, his honeymoon period. Um, you know, he, he, he kind of has this momentum at his back after, after winning in the primary. So, uh, you know, it, we'll have to see. You know, the, the, the House in particular over the past two terms of state governor ha- has really kind of branded itself as an independent body that does what it wants to do regardless of the governor. But the governor is a, a Republican now. So that, I don't think that streak of independence is going to last.
0: So from what I'm hearing, the thing at the top of Jeff Landry's list is changing a primary uh, situation in Louisiana. Am I wrong there?
1: I, I think that's that uh, that's a top priority, and that's something that that will get him national news and, and acclaim from national Republicans.
0: And yes. that will get done.
1: I believe so. If Jeff Landry wants it, it'll get done.
0: So I heard you right. Yes? Yeah. If, if
1: okay. he yes, he wants the closed, the closed primaries, I think he's going to
0: get it. Because he can always kick the redistricting into the courts if he has to, although he may want that done too. But I'm just thinking the open primary be the thing he's, uh, he's the closed yeah, Jeff, primary is really Landry, looking for. Yeah.
1: Jeff Landry hasn't indicated anything other than, than wanting the legislature to do his job. So We'll have to see. they only got eight days. We'll know soon.
0: be interesting to watch it unfold. Thank you, Jeremy. We'll talk to you again. Jeremy Alford, editor and publisher of La Politics Weekly. Thanks for suffering my dumb questions. 7.30, we'll come back. We'll take a look at the week ahead on Wall Street. Mark Roser, president and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. Monday morning markets with, uh, with um, Mark, even though the market is closed today. Right now, news on WWL.